Heaven For Real series, and I hope and pray that more than anything, after kind of hearing this series for the last couple weeks, that you're not afraid to what happens to you, like after you pass away, after you die, that whole thing, and that you actually start to imagine what heaven will be like. Now for me, I was terrified of what heaven was gonna be like. I remember, I would always think like, um, am I like actually saved? Like I know I've like prayed this prayer a bunch and like I've meant it and like, but like I know what I did like last weekend, so like, Am I like actually saved? Or like, okay, heaven, this place sounds like too good to be true. Is this actually real? Or like, um, am I like good enough to go to heaven? And I just remember thinking all of these thoughts about heaven. So eventually, I just stopped thinking about heaven. And I just stopped imagining it because I would start to freak myself out. But the truth is, is that heaven is real. Okay, that you are saved if you ask Jesus into your heart, that there is a place for you, that it's not too good to be true, and that God is calling you to dwell with him there. Okay, you have a home forever in heaven. And so I hope, I don't know if you've ever really thought about things about heaven, like if I were to ever think about heaven, pretty much my first thought is what am I gonna eat? Like if I get up to heaven and Jesus is like, yo, high five, let's go eat, what do I wanna eat first? Like I, I, I legit made a list of every single food that I wanna eat in heaven because if you think about it in heaven, it's not gonna get burnt. I tend to burn food a little bit, okay? I'm like an okay cook, but in heaven I could be like master chef status. Like it would be insane or the kind of things that you get to do in heaven. Like I can actually raft without like falling out of the raft. Like pff, it's heaven. Literally anything is possible. But one thing, that just kind of went over my head was, who am I gonna see in heaven? I don't know why, I never really thought about it. It was kind of like, yeah, Jesus, that's it. Like it just stops at Jesus, which I I don't know why I thought that. But it's fun to start thinking about it, but the truth is is that maybe I didn't really wanna think about who was gonna be in heaven because the truth is is that not everybody you know is gonna be in heaven. See, if you accepted Jesus into your heart, yes, you are going, it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna hang out with Jesus. But if you know people who have not, they're not gonna be there. And that's kind of a harsh reality. So maybe just in my mind, I just kind of like threw it to the back and was like, I don't really wanna accept it. And I really didn't wanna accept the fact that I probably could have done more about it. Like I could have told some more people about Jesus. I could have said something more, but instead I let people's thoughts be louder than God's thoughts, right? Than what he's trying to tell me to do. So tonight I want you all to start thinking about heaven, right? To start thinking about who am I gonna see in heaven? Cause it doesn't just end at Jesus. And so a couple weeks ago, not last week, but the week before that, Madeline was preaching and I gave you like these thumbs up and thumbs down cards. Everybody got one in your own little sectionals? Yeah, Emma's got it, Hope's got, Hope tried to steal it. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a couple questions about maybe who we'll see in heaven. If you think it's a yes, just put up a thumbs yes. Thumbs up? Thumbs up yes. If you, that's a weird one. If you think it's gonna be a no, just put a thumbs down as in no. Okay, capiche, comprende? I need a little response. Emma, yours is sideways, that doesn't actually count. 
So it goes up or it goes, Sam's got it. You guys are so smart. And you may discuss within your own little living room settings the answer. If you guys need one, you all can come with them or back there. Okay, first question. Will I see my pet in heaven? Let me know what you think. Okay, everybody has a thumbs up. Guys, okay. Well, I think with this answer, we all want a straight up answer, right? We want a yes or we want a no. And to be honest, the Bible does not actually say your pet will be in heaven, okay? It does not say in plain black and white. But the cool thing is, is that the Bible does say in Genesis 1.25, God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Now humans, okay, like me, you, we're the only things created in God's image. Animals, we're not. But God saw a need for animals like way back way, way, way back to the beginning of time, okay? That was one of Adam's jobs, to name all the animals. So I like to think, you know what? If they were like super important back then, then wouldn't God have like a plan and a future for them in heaven? So I like to kind of think yes, but the Bible does talk about in heaven horses, okay? Reina, you're welcome. There are horses in heaven. Revelation 19, 14 says, the armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. Now there's also this dude in the Bible. If you guys ever just need something to do, read your Bible, okay? There's this guy, Elijah, who when it was his time to go up to heaven, he was taken up to heaven um, in chariots of fire pulled by horses. You don't make this stuff up, okay? Bible, I tell you what. But no other animals are really mentioned in the book of Revelation. Um, but I like to imagine like my heaven as like I have this like huge like farmhouse, but not like the modern farmhouse, like an actual house on a farm that has like horses everywhere and dogs everywhere because I love them. Like maybe just, I don't know, my own private like lake. I don't really know, but it's, I think it'd be awesome. Okay, I love animals and so if god if the bible says that god wants to bring you joy and animals bring you joy then i like to imagine heaven's gonna have animals okay unless you're pastor sarah now let me tell you all a little secret about pastor sarah <laughs> sorry sarah we guys we love her okay it's fine sarah despises animals okay and now when i say like <laughs> doesn't like animals. I have like a really cute dog, I have two, um, that I try to show Sarah pictures of. And I'll be like, Sarah, look what my dog did today. And she's like, oh, cute. And then we'll just turn and walk away. And I'm like, okay, never mind. So Sarah's heaven might not have animals. I don't know. Mine, I hope will. Okay, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> Question. Two, all right, will our enemies be in heaven and will we be friends with them? Oh, that was like a whole, I felt the hurt up here. It's okay. All right, what do you think? Will your enemies be in heaven and will you be friends with them? Thumbs up. Now, I just wanna tell y'all, you do not have to feel the need to be right on all these answers, okay? I will just tell you, I was wrong on probably 99% of them, so it's fine. 
It's okay, there's grace there. You don't have to know everything. Okay, so it's like thumbs down, thumbs yes, one's like this, it's fine. Now I'm sure when I asked this question and I heard it, most of you were like, and like the thought of like that one friend that was once your bestie that you shared everything with, that you told like your deepest secrets with, turned around and stabbed you in the back. Right, and now they're your enemy and now you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't seen them up in my heaven. Heck no, no thank you, I'll take my animals, leave them. Okay, but the truth is, is that if they were saved, okay, if they asked Jesus into your heart, they're gonna be there. Okay, but the beauty of heaven is that you don't actually have enemies. Okay, heaven is perfect. We cannot fathom how perfect heaven is and the things that people do to us on earth will not be done in heaven. Okay, so the backstabbing and the being mean and the sassing you, all this stuff, it's not gonna happen in heaven. Okay, because God restores all that's broken. He restores all those friendships that we once had on earth because heaven is perfect, okay? But you don't also have to wait until heaven to be nice to your enemies. Ooh, heart check on me on that one too. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 44 through 47, but I say, love your enemies. Ouch. Right, pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends the rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind to only your friends, how are you different than anyone else? Even pagans do that. All right, so you love those who hate you and pray for those who dislike you. All right, moving on. Question three. This one, I had absolutely, absolutely no idea. I thought it was very fascinating. Question three is, will we all be the same race? Will we all speak the same language? Yes, undecided, lots of questions. Sarah cannot help you, she's a pastor. Thumbs down, thumbs down. Now, (laughs) let me tell you, when I thought about this, (laughs) bear with me y'all, have you guys ever seen, (laughs) it's not like the cartoon version of Scooby-Doo, but like the real movies of Scooby-Doo's? And I don't know, (laughs) yeah, thank you. My sister laughed at me when I was trying to tell her this analogy. Okay, now I don't know if it's like Scooby-Doo, the second one, the Monsters Unleashed, or the other one, it doesn't really matter. But there's this scene in one of them where they're, it's kind of weird, but like all of their souls are being taken out of their body and they're, (laughs) thank you. And they're just like floating heads running into everybody else's body. Okay, that's exactly what I thought this was. Now, when it's like, you're gonna be the same race and same language, I was like, I don't know, I just kind of picture it like that scene in Scooby-Doo. Okay, but the truth is, is that yes, you will be the same race you were once on earth, you will be that in heaven. Okay, so if you're American on earth, you'll be American in heaven. Pretty simple, okay? And we know this by the life of Jesus, okay? Because Jesus comes from the descendant of David who is Jewish. But Jesus in his resurrected body, after he died and came back, he's still in the line of David, which means he's still Jewish. So yes, you will be the same race as you were on earth. Pretty cool. 
Now, as language goes, how many of y'all agree communication is rough, okay? Like, without adding all this mix of language into it, I have a hard enough time, so I have an older brother. <laughs> Fun fact, he's gonna hate this. It's not that bad. When um, I lived with him when we were younger, I don't know what it is, girls. If you have a brother, you could totally, you're on my track. Um, when they use the bathroom, they never put the toilet seat down, okay? And I don't know where the miscommunication is in this. We speak the same language. I said, Brandon, when you're done, just put it down. Just put it down after you're done. That's it. I don't want to fall in. Just put it down, okay? Guess what never got put down? Toilet seat, never. I don't understand. Okay, but the Bible says that in Revelation 7, 10a, they cried out in a loud voice. To me, that says a loud voice, not voices, not multiple languages being spoken. Now the thing is, in heaven, is like I said before, it's perfect. Okay, in heaven, there will be no miscommunication. In heaven, there will be no misunderstanding. And in heaven, you know when you say something and you mean it one way and somebody takes it a complete opposite way? Like when you do in texting, that's the worst. Okay, there will be none of that in heaven because how you say it is how you mean it. And that's how people will know. Okay, there will be absolutely no miscommunication. So that verse says they shout out in one voice. Now I think that we'll all know what each other mean in one voice, we'll all be able to understand it. But also when we get to heaven, we're gonna be like a thousand times smarter, if not more. And so learning new languages won't be hard. Okay, if heaven is perfect, you'll be able to communicate with somebody no matter what. And because we'll be in heaven, everything's gonna come quicker, it's gonna come easier, so you can pick up any language you want, which I think is pretty sweet. All right, question four. This is kind of what I thought. Will we just hang out with Jesus or do we get other friends? Will we just hang out with Jesus or will we have other friends? <laughs> Kaylin is very passionate about this answer. Okay. <laughs> so this one is yes and yes. Okay, yes, you'll hang out with Jesus, but yes, you have other friends. Okay, and what I love so much is that the Bible talks so much about friendships, about relationships, about how important it is for community, about how important it is for us to meet like this in a church. Okay, the Bible has so much to say about it. It all started back with Adam. Okay, like way back with Adam at the beginning of time. And God said, man, it's not good for man to be alone, so God created Eve. Now what I love about Adam and Eve is Eve was not just his wife, Eve was his friend, okay? Eve was his helper. Dudes, Eve was his friend. You don't have to go around dating every girl you meet. It's okay to just be friends with them, okay? Girls, ah, you're not off the hook. It's okay to not date every dude either that you meet. You can just be friends with somebody. It doesn't mean you're just friend zoning them, okay? It's okay. We are built for friendship and for relationship. But the Bible does go on to say in Ecclesiastes 4.9, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. Now, I love that God knows how important it is for us to have friendships, that how important it is for us to have relationships, that you have people that help you build and not tear you down, that you have people that help you grow towards him and not take you away from God. 
See, God knows our need for that. But the best part is about heaven is that we get to hang out with Jesus. Okay, now I'm not saying like, oh, hey, Jesus, and then you have to like leave. Like you get to literally hang out with Jesus. You get to see him face to face. You get to talk to him face to face. Jesus. Okay, I don't, like, I, <laughs> I don't even have words for that moment. Because like the Bible said back in the day that crowds of people would gather just to get a glimpse of Jesus. Just a glimpse. Not even talking to him, not even having a conversation with him, but just a glimpse of him. In heaven, y'all, we don't have to have just a glimpse of Jesus. We get a face-to-face -face interaction. We get to do stuff with Jesus. We get to go fishing with Jesus if that's what you're into. Okay, you get to go shopping with Jesus. Oh, I imagine heaven's got some real good malls. Okay, you could do all of these things with Jesus. You don't have to wait your turn just to get a glimpse of him. But instead, you get to always see him. And if that doesn't pump you up, I don't know if you've really actually got to experience just how good God is. Now question five, okay, my final one. Will my family be there? Okay, it's like real split, half and half, and there's a lot of this. That's okay, I don't know if you're trying to do a thumbs down or what is happening, or you're just undecided, that's okay. But I'm sure for a lot of us, when I ask this question, y'all, <laughs> again, I heard it, cringed a little bit at this thought, okay? Because some of us don't have good relationships with our families, okay? Some of us have healthy boundaries set for good reason, and that's okay. But the truth is, if they've accepted Jesus, heck yeah, they're gonna be in heaven, okay? They will be there. But the cool thing is, is like, I didn't actually know this part. I think it's really interesting. If like you have Aunt Cheryl on earth, she knows Jesus, she goes to heaven, you know her as your Aunt Cheryl. Okay, you can identify these people on earth as they are in heaven. See, Luke 8.21 says, Jesus replied, my mother and brothers are all those who hear God's word and obey it. In heaven, y'all, we're all one big family. Okay, I'm telling y'all, this place is so cool. It's so perfect that, yes, you're not just family with family you were on earth, but now everybody that you're in heaven with is part of your family. Okay, that is part of your brand new family. And guys, the things that we get to do in heaven, okay, the people that we get to see in heaven personally, I cannot wait to hang out with Queen Esther. I think that woman is incredible. Okay, I can't wait to ask David what it was like to go up against a giant. There's so many questions that I have and the truth is, is that you get them answered. Okay, you get to meet these people one-on-one -on -one in heaven. Like this is unreal to me. Like I, I, I cannot believe that I get to go there. Okay, I cannot believe that we get to go there, that I'm gonna see you guys in heaven. Right? I can't wait to meet people that I read about in textbooks that have made lasting impressions on my life that I just wanna sit down and meet. Okay, but the truth is, is that not everybody you know is gonna be there. And I hope that talking about heaven sparks something in you. Because for me, when I start thinking about who am I gonna see in heaven, I wanna do everything I can to make sure I see that person again. Okay, it starts changing the way that I interact with people. It starts changing the way that I start talking to people because the truth is, if I wanna see them again, I'm gonna make sure I see them again. Okay, if heaven is so real, if it's so perfect, why are we not telling everybody about it? Right, why are we not telling everybody about Jesus? Why are we not doing everything we can 
to make sure we see these people again. And not even people that you love, okay? People that you just meet in Walmart, people that make you mad, they deserve to go to heaven, right? There's a spot for them in heaven, and what if you're the person there to tell them about it? See, I have this uncle, and to be honest, I don't really know like his religious beliefs at all. I don't really know if he's a Christian. I don't really know if he's saved and that's bad because this is my uncle. Um, but the truth is, is that every time I would talk to him, it would just stir an argument. Okay, every time I would try to tell him about something cool about Jesus, just stir an argument. Okay, he hated what I did for a job. It was, it's all just, it was all just turned bad. So eventually I stopped talking to him about it. Well, five months ago, he passed away. And the honest truth is, is I have no idea where he's at. Okay, I don't know if he's in heaven. I don't know if he believes in God. I don't know any of that. I'm not telling you this to feel bad or anything like that. I'm telling you this because after he passed, okay, his pass was really sudden. And it was like he was on a bed. He couldn't speak. He couldn't hear. He couldn't do anything. He was in a coma. And so he passed real sudden. And that only made me think of one thing. I don't care who I make mad, okay? I don't care who I get into an argument with. I don't care if I lose friends. I don't care if I lose relationships. I don't care about any of it because the truth is people need to know about Jesus. Right? The truth is, is that people need to know that there is a home for them in heaven, that a place like heaven exists and that they belong there. So we're put on this planet to tell people about Jesus. You're not on here on earth for no reason. Okay, God did not form you out of his own breath for no reason. You have a purpose. And it's not a mistake, right? You're not a mistake. And the truth is that God wants to use you. And the beauty of it is that he doesn't care what you've done. He doesn't care if you're like broken, just kind of scraping by with a little bit of ounce of faith left. He's still gonna use you, right? He doesn't care what you did last night, what you did this last weekend. He doesn't care, he just wants to use you, right? You're put on this earth for a reason and what if that reason is to tell your stepdad about Jesus, right? What if that reason is to tell your mom, mom, do you know where you're going after you die? Because I want you to know. I want you to know that there is a place called heaven. I want you to know that it's real. But you're not put on this earth by mistake. God saw the need for you, and that's why you're here. Why don't we use it to glorify him, right? Why don't we tell everybody about heaven? Who cares who we make mad? Who cares if we get in arguments? Who cares what it stirs? Because the truth is, is that God will reward you for what you've done here. And I don't know about you, but man, if heaven is real, I want everybody to go. Right, if I know that this place exists, if God talks so much about it in the Bible and God's put me on this earth for a reason, I want everybody I know to go to heaven. I want everybody that I meet in City Market when I go grocery shopping to know who Jesus is. Because he's perfect and heaven is perfect and he's calling you there, right? And you have a place in heaven. Let's pray. And Jesus, we just love you so much and we thank you that Heaven is real, right? We thank you that it's not just some made up place, but it's real. And so Lord, I just pray tonight that something stirs in these students that, man, if heaven's real, I have to tell people about it. 
that if heaven has a place for me, if it has a place for my mom, if it has a place for my sister, then I need to tell them about it. And so Lord, I just pray that you would just, um, just release boldness in our students, Lord, that they would just tell people about you confidently, that it's nothing to be ashamed of, and that there's nothing to be scared of because you've put us on this earth and you've put each and every one of these students in this room on this earth for a reason, to glorify your name. And so Lord, I just pray that, man, Jesus, you would just draw students to you, that if there's nobody that knows you in this room, God, that questions would start to stir and that they would have a hunger to know you. We love you so much in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.